0: I'm not really sure what I'd say for a promo like that. Uh, You're hearing
1: us on Saturday morning. You should jump on a plane right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it. If you are, if you are hearing us Saturday morning, August the twenty fourth. 2019, <laughs> you should make a beeline for Portland's Clinton Street Theater, where the Movies by Minute's convention and convention is happening today hurry. at noon. Uh, <laughs> hurry! Um, if you can't make the convention, yeah, stop by at night. See if you can <laughs> catch a few <laughs> hangers-on of <laughs> the Movies by a Minute's hosts and producers. We look forward to seeing everybody there. Uh, Later today (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's begin Mm -hmm. Welcome to Predator Minute, the podcast that breaks down the 1987 action sci-fi classic One minute at a time, one Mac minute at a time Nope Uh, I'm your host, John Zabriskie And I am Jeff Glover Jack Daniels. Drink I'm drinking for Mac tonight. <laughs> Jack Daniels. Oh Mac. Mac 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 Mac. Mac. Mac Mac Mac. 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 Mac 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 And uh today we're t- talking minute fifty three of Predator. Uh minute fifty three didn't have any good sports figures i really want to talk about except one nfl player named kevin glover oh hey my uncle no i'm joking (laughs) who is uh, is that uh that's all i know (laughs) his 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 name and the number he
1: wore uh if he plays football like me he probably (laughs) played one play and then was <laughs> pulled for a concussion and never played again.
0: carded off the field directly right. into the ground. Yep. <laughs> and they played this song for him called <laughs> "Goodbye" by Alan Silvestri. He plays the flattened on the ground
1: position. <laughs> oh, that's classic flower style. Hey, yo, take that, Kevin, Uncle Kevin, Uncle Kev, Kev. Oh, Kev, Kev. You, you don't even T-G. know. Uh, you don't know anything, team or position, nothing.
0: Just that is now his name. I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> I was great great, great Kevin, John. Well, thanks, thanks. Really <laughs> I can tell John. you this: he was not an he was not a hall of famer. <laughs> You've really stuck with
1: this sports bit, haven't you?
0: Well, fifty three is just really dried up. I mean, yeah. once you hit the fifties, people stop wearing those numbers unless you have to because you're a linebacker. Nobody right. else is really uh, yeah. catching on to that. Well. With that,
1: should we? Yeah. <laughs> should we uh, jump in here? We we
0: have an all Mac minute. Oh, you yeah, it's an all Mac thing. minute. I need, I need, I need. Let me, let me open it up. All right, minute fifty three opens back. with. <laughs> minute fifty three opens with Mac trudging away from Mac. Dutch and ends with Mac putting his flask on Mac Blaine's Mac. body. Flask. Mac. Flask. Mac. Mac. Yes. Uh, an all Mac
1: minute. We have. We have Mac uh, this whole time. We're going to essentially mm-hmm. see Mac grieving for mm-hmm. Blaine, fallen Blaine, uh, and his uh, his cooling corpse. Uh, Blaine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's not a whole lot happening in this minute. We'll, we'll break it down still and talk about it, but it's mostly mm-hmm. Mac
0: just uh, Mac. looking at Blaine. Mac. Mac. <laughs> In a whole Mac minute, you all requested it and we listened. <laughs> Here it comes. Mac. Plus, the movie just is cut up like that anyway, so you didn't have a choice, did you? Yep. So, hopefully, you like your Mac shoutouts Mac. Uh, and you like the romance between Mac and Blaine. Buddy, 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 buddy.
1: This some badass bush before, man, but nothing like this. I hear ya. This shit's something. Makes Cambodia look like Kansas. Yeah. And we get different Mm -hmm. forms of Mac here. We get Mac with a hat. We get Mac with no hat. We get Mac Mac. drinking. From a? uh, From a flask. Flask. And uh, I guess that's it. (laughs) That's all the Mac we get.
0: Yeah, we see some Mac hand also. Oh,
1: that's true yeah it doesn't and flow as well. he is once again at the beginning of the minute in the Mac ground Mac. <laughs> from the
0: Mac focus Mac.
1: oh man I'm so sorry everybody listening to this <laughs>
0: oh I just love Mac we just we just love Mac we heart Mac <laughs> we do heart Mac, Mac. <laughs> If we ever saw this movie in a theater, you know what would happen. It would just be a lot of, Mac, Mac, oh, Mac. We'd get kicked Dilla, out. Dilla, yeah. Dilla. Yeah. Dilla. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the only ones there. Oh, so
1: awkward. Um, all right. So should I give a, a little official synopsis here?
0: Yeah, give us a synopsis about what happens in the first part, a.k.a. the only part the of this part. Minute. Yeah, first part, meaning the
1: whole part here. Um, carrying over... <clears throat> From last minute we have this uh, kind of high to low ground shot where Dutch is in the foreground and we see Mac, Mac in Mac. the in the background um, Mac. the Mac ground Mac. and and Mac walks off and hmm. we catch up with him a few paces later. he's kind of coming up over this boulder and he takes off his hat and we get hatless Mac and Mac. bends down uh, right next to Blaine pulls the tarp back and we see Blaine's corpse here now, his neck all bloodied. Um, he uh, we cut back to Mac's face. Mac,
0: he Mac.
1: drinks from his flask, closes Mac. the flask, play <laughs>
0: I'm gonna <clears throat> take a drink. <laughs> Are you drinking from a flask? <laughs> no you're drinking from a glass. A glass? Mac. Are you drinking Jack? Uh nah, no, damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should be. I didn't have any though. I the only whiskey I had in the house was Jameson. Okay. I knew I had to be drinking some sort of whiskey for this minute.
0: Of course. Yeah. A little taste of home. A little taste of home.
1: a home. Little taste of home. Some badass bush. Badass bush. Uh <laughs> he closes the flask, puts the flask nah. and his hand on Blaine's chest, and that is the end of the minute. I did it. Mm. Yay! Yeah. Lots
0: of Max and flasks to, uh, to yeah, wade through there.
1: <laughs> this podcast is already 40 minutes long because of all the drops <laughs> that you had to put
0: in. <laughs> After a while, I just drop them in the background and it's just kind of like echoing us. It's like, right, Dutch is just <laughs> echoing oh what we're saying. God. Like he's the one copying us. That yeah, actually how do you like my that? my favorite when it just happens quietly in the, <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Mac my favorite is when i cut in like the actual audio like the um the dialogue from a scene yeah and then someone was saying like dylan get them on the radio and like when he says it i also cut in him yelling dylan from the handshake at the beginning right. so he's like dylan dylan better get someone on the radio <laughs> billy's on it He's sick dylan dylan it's pretty sophisticated for a bunch of half-ass mountain boys.
1: Layers on <laughs> layers of audio. Yeah, that's what you, you have bring to, to this
0: podcast, John. Yeah, I have to bring something. I'll bring the, <laughs> I'll bring the drops, uh, the layers.
1: Um. All right. Well, uh, there's like I said, not a whole lot of narrative happening here, but there are mm-hmm. a few things to talk about. Um. Mm-hmm. So, what should we dive into first? What do you think?
0: Uh. Well, I think the thing that stands out to me and. In- probably a lot of other people when they see this close-up of Blaine is his little eyes, his little eye twitches that uh, happen around second 31, 32, uh, where it's clearly just Jesse Ventura like laying incredibly still and just told (laughs) her, so don't move. Keep in mind this is his first movie, so it's understandable, but I'm surprised they couldn't find a take where his eyes are not twitching or maybe that's the kind of thing that's really hard to see when you're running your dailies up.
1: Yeah, I mean... I honestly didn't notice that until you pointed it out, um, but I,
0: I feel like I've always noticed that watching really, this movie. Uh, yeah,
1: when I when I look at it now, it, it becomes very obvious when I'm looking for it. It, but it is subtle. It's just a quick little like his eyelids just shift a little bit. His eyes don't even open. His eyelids just kind of t- like twitch, like
0: you. Said. Yeah, they just they just twitch. Like if you're doing that thing where you're um, laying down, and what am I saying? If you're doing that thing where like you're like awake in the morning, but you don't want other people to know you're awake. Your eyes are going to do that Twitch thing. Right. Like, right. like don't bother me. I'm, I'm pretending to sleep.
1: <laughs> like what we do to our children every Saturday morning. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Go away. Man. The cereals <laughs> on the lower shelf. Right. exactly but i I just thought that was a a fun little goof in in such a serious moment here
1: right there is another kind of little goof that you pointed out about uh mac's hand
0: mac mac Mac. yeah it's it's nothing big it's when he first takes off uh the poncho from blaine's face it's still showing blaine in the foreground mac in the background. And then it cuts to, cuts to an isometric shot of Blaine's face, and Max's hand is now right on Blaine's neck or chest, whereas before it's on the poncho. Yeah, itself.
1: yeah, it is. They do that quick cut uh, mm-hmm. from in front of Max, Math. and then kind of from his perspective. And yeah, all of a sudden his hand is on the neck, and unless they. Meant to have like a short jump in time there that is just a little bit of a continuity goof, but nothing you would probably notice if you weren't looking for it.
0: Nothing you would notice if you're watching this just straight on through and not minute by minute. There's so many little things you pick up like this.
1: Now we get a um, kind of a musical cue here that we haven't had before. And it's it reminds me of like military horns, or what you would hear at a military funeral.
0: Yeah, this is the music piece written by Alan Silvestri called Goodbye. It's borrowing heavily from a well-known uh, military tune called Fanfare for the Common Man. And I'll play those back to huh. back.
1: He wrote that wasn't just a... Uh, I, I just assumed he like found a open source uh
0: like military song or something he actually wrote that piece he wrote that and i mean it's it's as close to open source as you can without copywriting because they used this not this song they used this song fanfare for the common man which i'll play right now pause okay um as a temp track while they're uh cutting this scene um and so that um they could cut it appropriately with the reverence and the military with the military i don't know how would you say it, like the military honorary way of going about this yeah uh, like something you'd hear at a military
1: funeral where they you know fire the rifles into the air and then you get the horns and the you know you get that image of like the flag being lowered onto the casket and stuff
0: flag flag
1: Flag. um I think the music fits the minute. I I do also kind of feel like it's a little cheesy, and maybe I'm nitpicking here a little oh. bit. I know.
0: It, it, I have to disagree. <laughs> really?
1: You, you, you <laughs> yeah. like it?
0: Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, fine. <laughs> You're no longer a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's it's our halfway point of. The, I would argue it's our halfway point of the movie, and like our stakes are our state. The stakes of someone dying in this movie are, are finally taken seriously. Yeah, with uh, someone honoring his fallen friend um, and about to zip him back up. It's uh, we'll save that for next minute when he, you know, throws the poncho back on his face. But right. <clears throat> it's yeah, I I think it's just really meant to hit home and take a quiet moment between the action of the movie for you to reflect a little bit with Mac, Mac. on uh, the gravity of of you know, being in the combat squad that your squad mates are going to fall. They're going to uh, not make it out sometimes. And yeah. in this case, you know, his, his good friend, maybe his best friend, maybe just a really close working buddy, but I take it to be a really close friend um, is not making it out. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm watching back through the minute here. You're right. It
1: it gives a, a very specific mood to this scene that's that's fitting. I guess uh, it, it just brings to mind, like, other films, maybe lesser films, where the violins come in, where they're trying to force a certain uh, feeling on the audience. But I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll give credit uh, here; it, it it does
0: work all right. I'll backtrack a little bit. <laughs> backtrack, back. <laughs> Oh, I guess I guess going off of what we we're talking about earlier about how it sounds really militaristic, like it's something that Alan Silvestri borrowed for the film, but instead wrote. Like I said, the fanfare for the common man was the temp yeah. track, so he clearly used that for inspiration to write this song. So if you search up fanfare for the common man, it's a few minutes longer. Uh, I I feel like there's a lot more action mm. in that song. There's a lot more going on in the fanfare song versus goodbye. It's pretty much straight through, like a really quick military funeral, and it's really it's yeah. really sad. Yeah, it is very sad. Uh, now the other thing I was going to
1: ask uh ask you about because uh you are the uh king of researching around these parts uh, but I, I noticed the flask by the way that flask is really beat up that flask yeah, is yeah. Oh, what a perfectly bad-ass bush right there bad-ass
0: bush. It's, it's, bad-ass bush. Bad-ass bush. it's a perfect prop yeah. for right here yeah you're, you're thinking yeah they, they've gone through i some- mean serious the stuff The flask together.
1: itself has a scar. Did you notice that the right side of the flask like, has a
0: scar? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like
0: that raised right. kind of scar when you, like, yeah. you're
1: like yeah, you burned or something <laughs> right. like that. But uh, the flask has a insignia on the front, a little uh, mm-hmm. looks like a, a logo or a crest of some sort. Uh, I was going to ask you uh, if you knew what that was.
0: Sure. Yeah, I put this in the notes too, uh, along with the, the real insignia. But this is the special forces insignia you can just search up special forces insignia and you'll see that it's what appears to be like one long scroll wrapping down. And like it starts in the top left and wraps down and meets the other end, um, back up top. Um, and it says De oppress day, oppresso liber." And we've talked about this long, long time ago. Like we're talking about minute 18. We've talked about this, um, this special yeah, remember forces that conversation. Yeah. Um, because the special forces they found were the bodies strung up of Hopper and his fellow Green Berets. Green Berets and special forces are interchangeable. I knew this man. Green Berets out of Fort Bragg. Now what the hell were they doing here? Um, And they uh, use this insignia with the arrows crossing in front of that scroll and a sword going straight up. And if you look at the flask here, in this minute, you'll notice they have the scroll, but the arrows and the sword have fallen off. And I take that to mean that it really has seen some action. This flask, like to the degree where uh, even the insignia is starting to crumble and get rubbed away a little part. bit. Yeah, yeah, or maybe you take that as some symbolism, as like, oh, they're losing some of their Ooh. forces. They're losing some of their weapons. Yeah.
1: Yep. So the flask goes with Blaine. We are to assume here. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, really, that flask has seen some better days, so maybe it is time to retire it. But uh, Mac yeah. does take a nice, big uh, little swig there from that before putting it down. So I will join you, Mac, having
0: back a little back. bit of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we talked about that before, about that's that's there's a good chance that's what they're drinking out of the For flask sure. um, back when they're having their little exchange about a little Ooh. taste of home and ass bush <laughs>
1: Hey, pasa, amigo? Little
0: taste of home. Cambodia, looking like Kansas. Looking like mm. Kansas. This shit something
1: makes Cambodia look like Kansas. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, thank you for enlightening me on the special forces insignia.
0: Uh, one difference in this script right here is that instead of a flask, it's a Zippo that Mac is putting uh, in Blaine's shirt pocket, and that the lighter. In the script has the insignia of the 101 or the 101st Airborne Division. I think that's Army Rangers. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, but that was one of um, our first guesses. I don't remember if it was you and I talking about what kind of forces Dutch and his troops were or if it was Aaron and myself doing that yeah, uh, deep dive into what they could have been. But, uh, yeah, in the script, there are 101 airborne division but in this movie clearly there are special forces I like the flask uh, better I think that was a good Yeah, I like the flask Mm -hmm. better too plus we talked about um, the Zippo connotations a long time ago about how the Zippos and like in the jungle there is a name for the squad for people who burn down the villages and burn down enemy encampments and those are the Zippo squad so I I also enjoy the flask more
1: good call yeah, you don't want that on your resume. <laughs> no, sorry, interrupted. What were you going to say? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, <can't remember. laughs> okay. I think I was just going to talk about the flask. Uh, how I like that better.
0: Um, I think I only have one more thing, unless you have something else oh, too. I do not.
1: You, it looks like here you uh,
0: checked out the commentary for this minute. Yeah, uh, John McTiernan continuing his commentary from the jungle mow down scene. Um, he mentions in the commentary now that um, he had a similar scene in Die Hard, his follow-up movie to this one, where the terrorists are all shooting the glass. Shoot the glass. And not hitting McLean oh, at yeah. all. yeah. And that and that that was supposed to be in his mind, at least reflecting all these years later is John McTiernan, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, he's saying that that's another example of one of those scenes where all the guns are blazing, but nobody's actually hitting anybody. And the point is to show the impotence mm. of weapons, and that he's he goes on he just he goes on quite a bit with this with the commentary for this um yeah. this couple minutes uh, he talks about how future movies actually not his own would borrow this sequence of firing lots and lots of weapons and all the bullets with the one big difference being that they're usually people in the way and they're hitting right. people, killing people you know the bad guys instead of nothing we nothing and then and then he goes on and makes a really stretched connection between those kinds of scenes and like violent media and the Columbine shooting. I'm oh, wondering no. why people are so puzzled when these shootings occur with, with all the violent oh, imagery. No. Yeah. Come on. Stick. yeah. It's stick to what you yeah. do, buddy. <laughs> don't blame,
1: right. Don't blame right. the movies and the video games. Oh boy.
0: But note he's not mo- he's not blaming his own movie, right? right no that right. he's. Although <laughs> there's a very long scene or a very long sequence in this movie where they are just mowing down people with their yeah. weapons in the grilling yeah, camp. I recently um, yeah. rewatched
1: uh, the fifth and final season of Breaking Bad. You've watched Breaking Bad, correct? I have. Um, there's an episode. It's near the end. I, I won't spoil too much. Where. Well, I'm going to talk about it actually. So, spoilers for Breaking <laughs> Bad. If you haven't watched it, skip, Let's skip spoil ahead, the crap yeah. out of it. Um, it's the episode. It's like third from the last, I think, um, with the big showdown between Hank and Walt and Jesse in the desert, and then all the that the crew, the kind of those the neo Nazi crew shows up with all their weapons, and there's like, oh yeah, that's
0: uh, Ozymandias. Yeah, I think is the name that's of that. Exactly episode. right.
1: Yep. Yeah, and oh, they just unload. They uh, All of those dudes unload their weapons. And they mostly hit nothing, although they take out uh, Gomez. But uh, yeah, Walt and Jesse and Hank are all spared in that shootout. Um, yeah. Although Hank a- ends up meeting his maker. Yeah. <clears throat> when I was watching that scene, I I immediately thought of the iconic Predator scene when they're all firing their guns indiscriminately.
0: Mm-hmm. Same idea. Drop your- yeah that's that's like some of the more brutal gut-wrenching tv you'll see Uh, is that that episode and i would say like it's like an episode and a half where it ends with like the gunfight starting and then the next episode starts and gomez is clearly hit and dead he's on the ground Uh, right hank is wounded or whatever man
1: that last breaking bad is so good
0: so, I, I remember watching that and several episodes in that show and thinking, this is amazing. I'll only watch this yeah. one time. <laughs> There's no way I can oh, watch this again. It's I've watched too, the entire series twice. Crazy.
1: And I've watched Oof. the final season probably. I think this was my fourth rewatch of the finals. Wow. I, the way the last four, five, four or five episodes, the way they construct the story and the way all these different moving parts come together are like are incredible. It's, it's an amazing piece of writing and storytelling. I, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen a show like it. It's so good.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So well put together. Like all the seasons yeah, they're are all good. Just right. so well put yeah. together. I, I remember specifically like the, the airplane stuff that like they would show at the beginning of season, whatever, oh, yeah. two or three That's or four. Right. And like, you have no idea. And you slowly put that, puzzle together over the course of right. the season and it's just yeah another heartbreaking sequence that you're learning about <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't even know that is soul crushing until it all yeah, comes together it's crazy the all the different mm-hmm. flash forwards
1: and flashbacks that they sprinkle in that end up paying off later mm-hmm. love that show all right that's the end of uh, breaking bad minute <laughs> <laughs> right, go see it that is if you have yeah. never watched breaking bad so uh, somehow some way Do yourself a favor, Jesus. Go watch one of the greatest shows ever made uh, on Netflix. So do we have anything else for this minute? I am all done with my notes. It's a super quick minute. I'm all done with my notes, which are your notes. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, I think we uh, we've done this uh, sequence justice. It's, you know, it's Mac taking a moment is really all that's happening here. Mac. Mac, Mac's taking a moment to remember his friend. That's what we got. Yeah,
0: so we yeah, props to Bill Duke for um bring max such dimensionality and such emotion uh in what has to be one of the harder efforts uh given in this movie for acting and especially acting without words and tone and just simply bringing uh, all the attitude the oh the the loss, the hurt yeah. uh, in his face and his actions like one thing in particular that i didn't write down in my notes but just st- stands out to me is when he takes off the um poncho off blaine's face he just kind of whips it down after he pulls it up he mm-hmm. like pulls it up and just kind of whips it down like this is right this is this is my friend i i have a little bit of maybe a little bit of anger about this yeah uh, i don't know what that f- little flip is supposed to represent but in my mind it's him just showing a little bit of his anger And just a little bit of, I don't know.
1: Kind of like tearing off the band-aid a little bit. Like he doesn't want to pull it back, but if he's going to do it, might as well just do it quickly and get it over with.
0: That's a good point. And he's he's the one who put him in his poncho and brought him up there. Yeah. Uh, If you remember when uh, Dutch was giving orders, he told, well, Ponchito to do it. (laughs) And uh, he's... and then. Max says, "I got him." So he's taking care of his buddy. He's he's wearing this burden of uh, his fallen friend. Yeah, he's gonna
1: carry that with him through uh, the rest of his time in this film.
0: Yeah, for the rest of his, the rest of his life, probably. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Rest of his life. It's <laughs> a good chance. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, good job, us.
0: Yeah, why way to go, us. You, uh, should we move on to our next segment here? That's right. Uh, So we're going to talk recommends now. So whatever you have in the pipe ready to go, Jeff, let the audience know. Let the world know. All right.
1: I'm going to recommend a film, a movie I watched recently that just became available on... um, You can uh, rent this on whatever streaming service you like to rent movies on, but it is a horror film, Shocker, uh, called (laughs) Brightburn. Is it Shocker? (laughs) Uh, It is not... Uh, the uh, 1990 film shocker shocker maybe 89 i can't remember uh it is brightburn uh
0: brightburn
1: uh, which which would fall into the uh horror subgenre of killer kids Mm. and so the story of uh, in brightburn is a pretty simple one there is a family uh rural family lives on a farm well it's not a family it's just a couple Um, And uh, the mother is uh, Elizabeth Banks, um, who you might know from more comedic performances. Um, And the uh, father is, I can't remember his name, but he is Pam's ex fiance in the office. Oh, Roy. Yeah, he's Roy. Yeah. Anyway, the two of them, uh, they live on this kind of rural piece of property. They're trying really, really hard to have a kid. And they can't get pregnant and all of a sudden one day a meteor or something like a meteor flies down through the air and crashes into the woods behind their farm and when they go out there to inspect it there is a baby and the story goes from there they end up taking the baby in and raising him as their own child which uh, for the first 11 or 12 years or so of his life is perfectly normal, and then things change. And I will leave it at that because I don't want to spoil anything. But um, mm. it was fun. It was uh, There's not a lot of explanation as to what's going on in the movie, where he came from, and why he's doing what he's doing, but I kind of like that. They just sort of left a lot to the imagination. Um, and what surprised me the most was all the practical gore effects that we got out of it. Hmm. Um, I wasn't sure. You know, sometimes you see these kind of more modern horror movies and it turns into a CGI splatter fest. Um, And that was not the case here. We got some real actual practical effects that were pretty cool. So I always appreciate that. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, check out Brightburn available now.
0: Yeah. I I think I know a little bit about that movie from uh, reviews And previews. Mm -hmm. And I I would say that if you like that movie Brightburn, I think you would really like uh, the Amazon series The Boys that I recommended a few weeks back. I mean, to check that out after you recommended it. Yeah. But I'll leave it at that so I'm not spoiling things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I'll be recommending a, a certain workout. Uh, kind of appropriate for uh, the movie choice it's called the murph the murph is uh, i wish i'd done my research but uh (laughs) the uh, the murph Murph is named after i believe a special forces soldier whose last name was murph and it was his favorite workout uh and i think he died in combat however many years ago 10 or 15 years ago just all this is off the top of my head Mm -hmm. but anyway uh, his favorite workout consisted of uh, running a mile Doing 100 pull-ups, 200 Ooh. push-ups, oh. and 300 squats, Stop. and then running one more mile. <laughs> so uh, I, I saw some videos on this and I thought it'd be fun to try the mini version where I just halved everything. So I did mm. the half mile run, the whatever 50 pull-ups, uh, 100 push-ups, and 150 squats, and then a half mile run again. 50 uh, pull-ups? i don't think I can yeah do five pull-ups i mean you, you you know you do a little you know as many as you can you have to yeah. walk around a little bit restretch right. and then do them again and my legs are still sore from the squatting and i think that was three nights ago yeah i know it's, it's it's a great workout because you have your push and you have your pull you have your cardio and you have uh, some good legs good leg action so try that out, folks. Right.
1: Well, I famously don't <laughs> exercise. I don't exercise. But <laughs> I will do I my best exercise. exercise. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so yeah, if, if, if you want, try out the Murph. There you go. Nice. Or a mini uh, Murph like I did. A mini Murph. I like that. Mini Murph. I would need the micro Murph.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the nano Murph. <laughs> the nano Murph. The nano Murph is... Whoa. <laughs> You walk to the back door, <laughs> fall down, do one sit-up, walk to the couch, and
0: open a beer. <laughs> the oh, nanomer- man. <laughs> the nano And that beer, I have to tell you, is what a reward. Whoa, man. You, you earned that. that. You earned it at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, treat yourself. Treat yourself.
1: Treat yourself. Treat yourself.
0: All right. So um, I guess my other recommend is go to Portland today, right now, hey, right now after you hear this you episode and meet Jeff and myself and all sorts of other minute, movies by minute uh, hosts. Nerds. 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 No, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm excited.
1: Oh, it's going to be fun. It'll be a good time. Uh, Portland's an awesome yeah. city too. If you've never been, uh, it really is cool. There's lots of cool stuff to do. Uh, lots of weird, interesting people, and yeah. it's its own little subculture. So do check it out sometime.
0: We're gonna have to talk about what we're gonna listen to in the car because there's mm. a lot of options. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, we can just uh, watch The Predator on my phone. Oh my gosh, <laughs>
0: that'd be amazing. <laughs> Twice, really, right? As I isn't it like <laughs> start it <laughs> over. <laughs> Actually, I think we need to watch Predator too. Oh cause... yeah, there you go. I've watched Predator frontwards and backwards. I'm not nearly as well versed on Predator 2. Love Predator 2. It's great. Okay. So listeners, uh, if you want to um, contact the person who does our intro and outro music, you find Chaosware. That's K-A-O-S-W-A-R-E. We use his um, metal cover of the Predator theme uh, with his permission. So thank you, Chaosware. And Jeff, where can people find you?
1: Oh, I am on Twitter, uh, Carl underscore Hungus three one four. Come follow me there. My name is Carl, the bin expert. On the Twitter. My name is Carl, I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to fix the cable.
0: <laughs> here to fix the cable. I, my dispatcher said there's something wrong with the cable. <laughs> Hello. My
1: dispatcher says there's something wrong with my cable
0: okay so if uh, you want to find out what other movies are covered in this format the minute by minute breakdown go to moviesbyminutes.com if you want to email this show predatorminute at gmail.com we're on twitter at predatorminute And we're on Facebook with our own devoted listeners group, the Predator Minute Listeners Palapa. Target mm-hmm. the center of that palapa. <laughs> Target every part of that palapa.
1: We yeah, recently just posted gameplay footage of the new Predator video game that's going to be
0: uh,
1: Are you going to be playing that? Uh, Well, I would have to buy a, a console that would support it for me to do it. But everyone else out there that owns a Xbox One, uh, or PS4 should, uh, we'll probably be able to play it or a PC.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't see the link right now. Switch.
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
1: It looks cool. It's basically, it looks like gameplay like of the original Predator movie. Like that seems mm. to be the storyline.
0: Oh, awesome. I'll have to check that out. I'm really excited for, um, Borderlands 3, a oh, game coming out oh. next month. I don't know if you ever played any of the Borderlands games. I
1: played a little of Borderlands 2. I, I didn't get into it, but I I know it has a huge kind of cult following and maybe not even cult following, just a huge following. People love that game, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, it's, New like months. I said, coming out next month. Super, super excited about that. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, uh, I think that's it for Predator Minute. So I've been John Zabriskie. And I am Jeff Glover. And until next time, stick around. Stick around. Mac. Little <laughs> Mac. 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 Little taste of home.
1: Yeah, hey, get amigo. Little taste of
0: home. Mm. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. All right. Mac. And cut.